Hello and welcome to the Idea Engine podcast, where we take old ideas and make them into new ones. Today I want to talk about sparking a good conversation with your book. This is one that I particularly aimed for with my first book that I was frankly terrified to publish because I thought nobody would want to talk about it. And that's one of the things that us authors want. We want a lot of buzz around our books. We want a lot of conversation. We want people talking about them. We want them emailing us, asking us questions. We want to see them on big debate forums where they talk about the themes, how you interpret it, whether the ending was good, whether the characters did the right thing or not. That's one of the things that we all aim for when we're writing a book. We want people to have a good talk about it. Even if they just say, hey, I enjoyed this a whole lot, you would probably enjoy this too. The problem is that making literature that great seems to be hit or miss. Some people seem to be simply lucky. Some people seem to be super talented. It takes a lot of work to make great literature whatever way you cut it. And even then, it isn't guaranteed to start a conversation. I thought my first book was really pretty good. Has anybody been talking about it? Probably not. And then it feels like a great drain of resources working on a book that no one understands. Sad to say there is no way to make great literature. But great literature is so-called because a lot of people talk about it, the fact that it was unique from everything else in the era. In fact, sometimes it even defines all of the literature going forward. Everybody compares every book that follows it to the one before it. If you think about Star Wars here in America, everybody compares every single great piece of science fiction literature set in the future to Star Wars. Great literature is the stuff that sets the standards, and great literature stands out. So there's no short, easy way to make great literature, but there is a way to make unique literature that is more likely to stand out. Now, I do have a coaching program for authors who want to work on writing their unique stories. I can't guarantee the success of the book, although I am affiliated with a man who does know how to do that. His name is Kerry Oberbrunner, and I am not paid to do this advertisement, but if you do click on the link and decide to sign up for one of his coaching sessions, I do get a small kickback, and that would be greatly appreciated. He will help you actually get to the point where your book is published with full rights owned by you so that no one else is taking a glazing off the top of your book sales. So I cannot guarantee the success of your book, but I can help you develop the bravery to stand by your book themes. I can even help you figure out your memorable moments, the ones that make people email you and say, damn, man, I never saw that coming. But as far as our podcast today is concerned, what does it take to make literature that is unique enough to stand off by itself. All I can say in a four-minute podcast is that I have several recommendations, and I want you to consider why people talk about them. There is a video game that came out some several years ago called The Last of Us, where the characters make a lot of intentionally ambiguous choices, but they're in a very difficult situation when they make them. A lot of people have discussed whether somebody made the correct choice at the end of the video game. And there's a lot of debate back and forth whether the worth of a single person is more, is greater than the worth of the whole. That is how it touched on a gigantic theme. But the reason it's kept up a conversation is because it did not answer the question. And that's one of the great things to starting a conversation is asking a question and then not answering it. You can illustrate the answer if you want to, but if you take away the ability of someone to say, well, the author clearly stands for this, then you have started a conversation there. There are other things that you can do. For example, the Lord of the Rings movies and books. 
If you think about why people talk about them, it's not because it raised difficult questions and brought about difficult answers. It's because it had memorable moments and memorable characters. So read those over. Think about what you liked about the characters, what other people said they liked about the characters, why people are still talking about them now. Look at the conversations going on around these characters, these stories. What is the gripping factor that people keep talking about? Is it the funny lives of hobbits who are just blithely concerned with their stomachs? Is it the sad nobility of Aragorn who is fighting against a destiny that only he believes he is doomed to? Figure out what people are talking about and then think about how you want to incorporate that into your story. And then my last and best piece of advice is that you cannot control what other people talk about. However, you can't control what you write. So what I want you to do is go back through your favorite stories. They can be movies, they can be books, they can be screenplays, they can be video games. And I want you to highlight in some way the moments that really caught you, the moments that made you feel like, yes, this is something that I want to talk about with my friends and family later. I want you to circle them in the books, record them on your DVD player, and think to yourself, why did I enjoy this so much? Because those are the elements that you like to talk about, and I guarantee you, you're not the only person who likes to talk about them. If you can figure out what those elements are, and how to put them into your own writing, you will be miles ahead of everybody else who is simply out there trying to write a book that connects to the truth. Understand before you begin to write what it is that you want to connect to, what it is that you would talk about if you wrote this story. And then you will know the conversations you're aiming to have, how to leave them open for discussion, or how to make them discussable. Now, it sounds like I'm simply telling you to copy other people's work. This is partially true. Don't we all, when we are learning to write, have someone give us a form book where we trace over the letters and disc and slowly but surely get better at making those letters. Eventually, our own individual writing style develops in how we arrange the words, in how we arrange the letters, in how we make sentences and phrases. So what you are doing when you look at what other people have done is you are sketching over the letters that you will eventually use to write your own grand unique piece of work that will start conversations. There is no quick or easy way to make an epic story for the ages, but there is an easier way to make a unique story that will spark conversations. This is Chris Schollard, Idea Engine. I encourage you to go and check out my website. It's written in the description below. And register for emails, advice, and coaching opportunities in the future. In the meantime, thank you. I hope this helps you out. And if all else fails and you can't end your story, a bomb explodes and everyone dies. You're welcome.